The Main Ingredient with Kevin Bergen on 680 CJOB. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. Stephanie is here, too. How are you? <laughs> I always say that like like we didn't ride here together. <laughs> like I just met you. I know. So. <laughs> it's been a while since you've been out, though. You never get out of the house. I know. I I like to stay home. Wow. But now we've left the house and we're at Canada Life Center with executive chef Richard Duncan, our favorite chef in the city. How you doing, buddy? I'm super fantastic. And thank you both for being here. And I'm glad to get you out of the house. Thank you. What a step up. Thanks. You know, we've talked to you a lot. Hey, you know, we just saw you the other night at the whole media thing for the last exhibition game. How do you handle a night like that? Like you have to be, obviously you're working here preparing the food and then you're the showman in the front that everybody's talking to about everything that's been put out. Well, one of the great things is uh, when you work with a bunch of professionals, you can trust that they're going to do what they have to do to get their jobs done. So it allows me to be able to sometimes take credit for a lot of their hard work. So um, it's just always a blessing and uh, really, especially on a game day, once the fans start coming in, it gets exciting. Uh, obviously, with all the preparations, getting ready for the home opener on Saturday was a great little opportunity to showcase some of the new stuff that I know we're going to get to talk about here today a little bit more, but uh, also talk about the renovations on how Trinidad Field has done a lot of amazing things where for uh, the NHL's best fans. You know, before we get into the, the changes and the menu and stuff here, I forgot when we, when we were talking that you actually make food for the players. Yes, absolutely. We uh, were blessed to be able to get to uh, feed both foods, both the, the Jets here, and as well as we get to do a bit for the away teams as well, the referees, uh, all the NHL executives and media. So uh, it's a little bit of everything throughout this building on a game day. Obviously, we want everybody to have a great time and a great dining experience regardless of what colors they wear. But Who eats some weird stuff? Like, you're like, man, you want to eat that? Yeah, do they have a menu or do they just request? Um, they do. Uh, we there's a little bit of flexibility that we have. Uh, another great uh, team that uh, looks after the Jets just themselves, uh, so they get a lot of flexibility in off day menus. Uh, game days are fairly uh, much the same, right? Some repeat. Uh, it's kind of set up by their strength and conditioning coaches and saying this is what we want for our players that are be topped up with their jet fuel. So uh, it's uh, it's it's similar to kind of what you'd feed a teenage kid a lot of the times. We I know, I know, in, uh, I know. A lot of the younger players don't have to worry. Just maybe some of the older ones, but uh, again, it's all about well balance and making sure they have enough protein to get going. So let's talk about this lounge that we're in, the Wealth Scotiabank Wealth Management Lounge. This is new, right? Yes, it is. So this space was formerly the Exchange Restaurant, so it's gotten a significant, uh, I'd say, uh, uplift. Let's say uh, a lot of a lot of nice, vibrant lights in it. A lot of open space. Uh, so this was available for uh, all for Jets games for anybody that's in the Loge, anybody at the Butt King Lounge, any of the suite holders can come down here. Uh, there's a chef's corner. If we're in the corner over there, they're kind of going to be doing some finishing plates over there. It's for kind of a live action station. Uh, menu items have changed uh, every game. So usually two to three items uh, are featured throughout it, as well as uh, some of the root chips we're going to enjoy in a couple of minutes here uh, for all the tables. And, uh, also, right, right beside us, we're, we've opened up another little uh, area called the Market Kitchen, uh, which will also be featuring uh, cyclical menus that will cycle through throughout the year. Uh, you know, some uh, more deluxe style flatbreads, uh, Korean corn dogs, um, Jet dog sliders, and over here we'll get on some passes, some no keys, stuff like that. That 
kind of not your typical, we'll say concession food, but it kind of allows for us to kind of use it as a, what, what does work. And if it works and then people really like it, well, then we can incorporate it within the bottom decks as well. So why, well, why did you guys do the changes? Why the, you like, that's a lot of change. You guys have changed how the building looks and you changed the food that people are getting. What initiated this, this change? Um, you know, I think it was, uh, it was time to look at, you know, this, I think it's always like everything it's progression. Um, we're going to be continuing to push what we can do with our culinary programs here at Canada Light Center. Um, so this is kind of in that, in that sense, let's just continue starting it and see where it goes from, you know, what, what we enjoy today might not be what we enjoy next year, right? The Dual Soul gives, uh, these great fans the opportunity to give us that feedback. What do you want in, uh, We've got these great unrivaled venues. We want to make sure that food is progressing and matching with the great play of guys. So how did the feedback on media night when you were uh, presenting all the dishes and stuff, how did it go? Uh, I think it went pretty well. Um, you know, we are uh, launching a three new uh, concepts, we'll say, up on the deck. So hot or not chicken, uh, kind of a Memphis, like Tennessee style, like hot buttermilk chicken. Uh, we're spreading it all here in house. Uh, the thighs for the sandwiches, I uh, can choose to have it hot or not, hence the sign. Oh, hot, uh, hot right? Hot. Uh, it comes with a true north smoked uh, kettle chip, uh, that's kind of standard with it throughout the building. And so we, we've got that going. Uh, our gourmet burgers now switched over to YWG burger. Uh, we're kind of featuring some kind of fun takes on some local foods, some local fair here in Winnipeg, like the social burger and uh, the fat boy burger. Um, of course, you can still have a normal cheeseburger or a chicken club burger or whatnot as well. Uh, they're also doing uh, kind of a, in conjunction with a salary house and uh, have their uh, traditional dip here as well. Uh, and then uh, we also are doing a uh, burrito 204 uh, concept. So uh, more of a, a Latin feel. That's where those uh, churros came from with the Dolce Leche. Those were so good. Oh, she ate them. Oh, you, you no, ate them. I wanted more. And, the, and then and then there weren't any more. I'm like, Kevin, go get me some more. Kevin, go get me some more. Sorry, man. Loren McNabb's 13-year-old son was here on that night. He ate everything. Oh, so many oh, I'm so ate. <laughs> His plate was always... <laughs> It was awesome to see Hey, we're so see when people come down here. Enjoy yourselves. Have a lot of percent. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how you actually organize the team to create all this food. You know what I mean? This is a big place. We walked through a million different hallways and kitchens back to get this way. So I'm wondering how on a game night you actually stay organized and keep this place running. You want to know what the wizard does in the back. You're going to pull the curtain back. It's Kevin Bergen, Stephanie Wall, Chef Richard Duncan here at Canada Life Center on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome back to the main ingredient. Kevin Bergen here, Stephanie is here too. Richard Duncan, executive chef here at Canada Life Center. We are in the where program right now? We are in the uh, Scotia Wealth Management Club. Scotia Wealth Management Club. This is better than living room on the couch, isn't it? Uh, I mean... <laughs> She's like, I do love the, I do love the couch. I like not to cook, <laughs> but I really do like the couch. I know the couch is, is very appealing. Um, we, were, we were talking uh, before the break a little bit about the food. We are talking about food that you, you uh, serve the players, but obviously we're not chefs. So it's a mystery to us how that chaos, what looks like chaos to the average person, produces gourmet food and here in this place it's monstrous it's a big place you how many kitchens do you have here uh well we've got with the booths probably about 30 30 kitchens yeah with with the act the only about three or four that are 
like your actual full of production kitchens, but yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it, uh, it gets, uh, chaos is a great word to use. Uh, you know, organized chaos, of course. How, how do you organize the chaos? Um, well, fortunately, again, I'm, I've got to give all of my credit to uh, a lot of the professionals I get to work with day in and day out. Uh, their focus, their dedication to what needs to happen to prepare their teams. I've never believed in a kitchen to micromanage, especially this big in the kitchen. So you have to trust that the people are going to do what is necessary to be the success themselves or more and more like communicate to you what their needs are so they can be a success. We always kind of make a joke in kitchens. It's okay if you know you feel the water coming up to your chin line, but if it goes much further than that, you're <laughs> telling somebody that you're, you're drowning, right? You don't want to be uh, wow. completely in the knees and the same. But at the same time, no, um, it does get a little crazy, especially when um, you know all the rest of our concession staff come in as well. It's like another hundred people descending on it. Um, even in the kitchens on that game, they will be in that 150 to 180. Uh, to uh, take care of all of the booths, all of the kitchens, all of the dish areas throughout this uh, this building. Okay, but so your like your sliders and stuff, where are those? So those those would have come out of our main kitchen, and then well, what I did for that event is I yeah. built them actually right out in that literally five minutes before you walked up. I oh, okay. The hot walk service. So, okay. Uh, sometimes it's a little bit of slight. But you can buy those where in the actual uh the sliders for the most part those are available all throughout our suites locations like uh any of our suite holders have those the plain out lounge uh, guys have yeah we were in there yep mm -hmm. so stuff like that that's kind of where that's available or we do have uh the mini jet dog sliders down here in the market kitchen mm -hmm. down on this level just behind us where we are right now but uh for the most part those get a little bit tedious as far as the bump goes and Oh, for sure. A little bit more full size, but you know, we never know if that's something that uh, that our guests are going to want, or then we'll find a way to facilitate. So let's. How about you walk us through a game day? Uh, obviously, the home openers can you know is coming up. You and obviously you're here right now, and you know there's a lot of stuff to do. But a jet home opener game day for you is what? Uh, well, we'll get in first thing in the morning. Um, our kitchens will be open by five. Um, to, to get this one up and down because it is an afternoon start. Uh, our first priorities uh, are always uh, to take care of our players, uh, our coaching staff right away. Uh, we've got kind of got a separate team for that, that hallway that we walked here on the way there. We actually have uh, a chef in that hallway making the, the players whatever omelets they want, whatever eggs, these, whatever not. They've got their area inside that they get fed. And then after that, it's basically... Uh, getting all the kitchen stuff, getting it into the locations it needs to be. The infrastructure in this place is uh, is is very wide, very sped out. And so fortunately, we've got a great warehouse team that helps get us everything that it needs to be from where bottles of water we have right here, heads of packets, the stations to everything, taking the containers, all that stuff sponges a day in advance. Uh, and then after that, we start organizing ourselves contract by contract uh kind of have ourselves compartmentalized as far as who looks after what you know this is catering this is concessions this is sweets this is you know uh, each booth so for the most part we try to keep it small so no one thinks that they have to look after everything otherwise that yeah be, be, yeah that'd be daunting yeah it, you know even on a on a on a day we're doing very well you know you don't feel fully comfortable until usually midway through that third period and then you're like okay you can, yeah. you can say we're, we're feeling pretty good now, but, uh, you know, it's exciting. Um, all that hard work we do 
multiple days before the event um, really starts paying off once you get to the event. So you can have a little bit of fun with it and you get to kind of see how other people react to it and have a little bit of fun with them too. Because you can foster that positive environment while it's crazy. You know, we usually can get people uh, to enjoy coming into work and uh, it's it's awesome for us. A lot of the, a lot of our uh, cooks, it's some of their first jobs is they'll go to school. What did you do last night? I got to do this. And the next thing I know, I've got two, three more people that want to come and work in the kitchen. That's awesome. We can continue that. You know, this is going to be a lot of fun. How do you um, judge how much food to pack? Um, we do use um, some sales matrix kind of saying what, what we usually do per booth, uh, depending on also time slots. Uh, that does change it. You know, when we have our, our later puck drops uh, throughout the year, simple as uh, your nine o'clock ones, and you know that most people will be already. Yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of it's, you know, kind of touch and go. We have a lot of stuff organized, but then we don't fire it until it's needed. Uh, so even once we are in a game, we have uh, a team looking after live orders that helps spread out the food all throughout the building. So, you know, uh, and there there is times where there is some overproduction, but uh, we're fortunate we work with. Uh, Harvest Kitchen, the Israeli house, um, a lot of the, you know, the last thing you want to do, work all day. You don't want to go to garbage for a variety of reasons. But, uh, you know, we, we obviously try to be as diligent as we can to keep it to the numbers. But uh, Okay, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk, we're going to talk a, little bit, a little bit about you. And because, you know, we've known you in a few, few places and what it was like for you when you first started here. You just kind of, to me, it, it seems like it's seamless for you. You seem like you just kind of, oh, I just, here I am and this is what I do. But this is way too much for someone to just jump in and know everything. But you just kind of do it smoothly. Um, so I want to know what it was like for you when you were learning how this, how what the job truly was, and how you immersed yourself into it. And we're going to talk about the fact that you supply food for everybody that comes here, bands, acts, all sorts of stuff. And it's maybe easy when you're serving food to hockey, to, you know, to, to to the jet players because they're you you get to know them after a while. But but. Hey, Wu Tang Clan, Clan is here. What are they? <laughs> what are the requests that these guys come in with? So I'm kind of curious about that. Okay, sure. we're gonna take a break. This is Kevin Bergen, Stephanie Wall, Richard Duncan. We're at the where are we? The Wealth Management Scotia Bank. Scotia. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no laughing. This is the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome back to the main ingredient. Kevin Bergen here, Stephanie Walls beside me, Richard, executive chef Richard Duncan is beside her. We are at the Canada Life Center, and I'm not going to attempt the name of where we are. Come on, <laughs> say it. We are at the what? We are at the Scotia Wealth Management Club. Scotia Wealth Management Club. He makes it sound easy. I know, it makes it sound super easy. <laughs> Before the break, we were talking, we talked about a bunch of players, you know, all the different changes that have gone on around here. But I'm really curious about you, you know? Uh, how long have you been here now? Um, so the, this is my second season, so I think I've been about here about 14 months or 15 months. And it feels like you've been here like 14 years, 15 years, because you just kind of immerse yourself in. So when you were uh, joining the team here, what was it like to actually find out what goes on in the background and what kind of chefing you would actually be doing here? Um, I, you know, being truthfully honest, it, it was a separate education all unto itself. Um, you know, we... It's a unique opportunity for sure. Uh, there's some obvious glaring differences coming from uh, a hotel or a restaurant to a large venue like this. Um, but uh, for myself, you know, it's a lot. The first little while is a lot of learning who people are, right? You know, what what 
can they do what do they enjoy to do uh you know when you have so many needs um you kind of move some personalities around versus you know sometimes you've got one kitchen they've got to work together so right. you know who can work well together you know what what do people need from themselves in a day either if there's one area maybe they're not as strong at we can put them in another area while we work towards getting to that goal that they want um but i always believe you have to know the people that you work with you have to understand them so they can understand the you uh you know this isn't a place that you just come in you know everybody conform to you and it's a lot easier to conform to that one and say okay what what can i do to assist that mm-hmm. and, uh, that it comes with services it comes with time um I'm fortunate I've had a lot of people help guide me through, uh, both locally uh, as well as even uh, former chefs that have been here that I've, that I've spoken to. Um, you know, we are a very small world uh, chef community, uh, very large. Um, so, um, you know, there are some great people that I, I talk to that I, I don't want to say vent, but, you know, you have a hard day, you've got to talk it out. Like, to say, you know what, this is this, you know. You know, at the end of the day, I believe you can only take it so seriously and then you have to play a bit you know like, i take the job seriously but i try not to take myself seriously in that sense i can work that goal um, not everybody's going to have the same mindset you try to find that happy immediate in between but yeah no definitely i would say it is easier it uh it was different than i thought for sure yeah. but at the same time it's a it's a challenge and i, I welcome it. what about the going from one kitchen to multiple kitchens like you said if there's people in one kitchen that don't get along well you're in one kitchen you got to work it out here there's multiple kitchens yes and there's ways you can um put people that work together or, or whatever the skill set is there's a lot of different ways to move people but in that movement either there's organization that can be gained or lost okay well we uh again uh, you rely on the people you need the most right so for myself my first line uh defense if you will are all my great sous chef team that i have uh each one of them has a specific focus you know, and we communicate daily, you know, on, on the needs for both them themselves, but what about the team? You know, you need a couple extra bodies, you need too many. Uh, how do we blend this together? You know, you can be a lead by themselves. I have some chefs that are responsible for multiple areas. And outside of a radio, it's difficult to be able to, when they really need you, if you're not in that kitchen, how do you prepare them for it? So. We try to run through as many, uh, you know, possibilities in pre-shift briefings. Hey, this if this goes on, this is what your answer is. You know, if we're not around, this is this is your person of content. So try to run that through. And again, you we learn every every game's a little bit different. Uh, the needs, the the trends of what people are eating change too. So we're never going to have it all figured out. That's part of the fun of food that they do. It's never ending. You're never going to get to a day where you're like, hey, I know it all. Totally. I feel someone get close. <laughs> I, I we always joke in our in our chef meetings and whatnot is the the more you know, the more you know you don't know. So you know, it kind of humbles you because as soon as you think you got it, still remind you, you know, better go back to the drawing board sometimes. So. But like we're saying off air, we're watching the show The Bear, yeah. and it's just the chaos in the kitchen. And every time you say Sue Chef, I just think of the lady Jeff. She calls him Jeff. Doesn't call him Chef. Yes, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to even imagine like that's a little restaurant and they're crazy in there so i know that's some tiny right that's some tiny little restaurant that's why yeah. in here i'm like it's actually like it's i can't even comprehend it like Dude. i said before i've never worked in a restaurant or anything like any service industry like that 
So to me, it's just, I don't don't think I'm cut out for it. Fortunately, you know, there, there are some unwritten laws that kind of get passed out as you work through kitchens, as you may not necessarily be in the curriculum at the colleges necessarily, but usually along the lines, if you're stepping out of those lines, usually someone's polite enough to pull you aside, teach you the right way. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know when I was an apprentice, there used to be, if you saw the one chef standing in front of the fridge door, meant somebody was in there having to getting a talking to and Generally, <laughs> one would come out and then it'd be about five minutes and then the other one would come out. And, uh, whatever happened. <laughs> uh, those issues got solved. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, it's, it's about respect for, um, for the positions. It's respect for the food, of course, uh, and the process. So... If you have that discipline and you keep your focus to the attention to the detail that is needed, and usually you can we can work at little next Okay. You cook for a lot of bands and a lot of acts that come in here, right? What's the process for that? Do they give you a, a like a menu ahead of time of what they want? Do you have you had any weird requests? How does it work? Um well again, we, we rely heavily on our amazing catering team that speaks to the tour managers ahead of time. Um, some of them are very specific, yes. Um, some have some very odd requests. I, like what? I don't, What's I don't the worst? You, 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 you don't have to say names. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to say names. <laughs> Here, um, uh, so one, uh, one touring group uh, hated the smell of, of butter. What? Like the whole group or just one? The, the act themselves. Okay. So um, their request was is that no uh, no popcorn get made <laughs> in, a, in a building that sells popcorn at about 45 booths. Uh, so, so that was a, a pretty fun one there for, for the teams to try to figure out. Uh, obviously, we do whatever we can, but at the same time, we have put the fans on no some some are very uh, fun um, even just the, the one that just passed they got to do a custom menu and got to kind of match it to a lot of the songs that they had and kind of where they're from uh, so that's been a lot of fun but uh some are very open and you know hey what you you cook for me thanks so so what do you prefer do you prefer the yeah so what's your what is your choice then well again usually it's it's based off their needs but uh for the usually the people that have the most uh, fun with us uh, are you know, a lot of the vegans. They come in and you know they're they don't want just uh, something easy plant based. They want you to see you create something. Uh, nice. So we've been able to do some fun private meals. Uh, so when, I, when their show's concluded, when they're you know going to their private jet, whatnot, getting to those catering, are pretty fun. I'll, I'll be honest, I I kind of enjoy those. Those are ones I try to cherry pick some of those contracts with. Because it allows me to have a little bit of fun. You like that challenge? Always. I can imagine if I'm a vegan, I'm used to going into a restaurant and having limited, you know, limited things that I can choose from. So, of course, if they roll in here and they have a chef to do it, they want to see what you can give to them, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I kind of have a bit of an unfair advantage. Uh, both my sister and my brother are vegans. So, uh, uh, they, they unfortunately live in uh, British Columbia, but when I do get to see them, it's awesome. So, do you get feedback from you? From performers or? Uh, generally, yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, kind of an afterthought. Maybe we hear if, if it's the same tour coming yeah. through again. But yeah, uh, that again. That a lot of, so good. A lot of times, you know, it's such a rinse and repeat even for, for them. You know, they're on mm-hmm. the next show. They're focused on what's coming up next. But uh, it is always nice. You yeah. Know, 
yeah, what you want to know because at the end of the day we and we want to have be able to individualize as many uh experiences when it comes to food with people because if i find that's what helps to bring the balance we've got some relatives been able to to share them with something i i take very seriously that we get to share the awesome experiences, whether it be birthdays, whether it be graduations, whatever it is, you know, what, what brought you to college, what brought you to game. You know? So if we can be a part of that, sometimes we, we get very loyal clients for life. Oh, same things if we in the restaurants and hotels, you know, just back to our vegan and whatnot. Those, those aren't trends. Uh, this is you know, this 100%, yeah. Feel you know, they've had that same full experience. Uh, I know in the tasting we did the media the other day, we were mentioning it, but we're trying to make sure each other has some representation of our land-based option, whether it be the, a plant-based hot dog, whether it be, you know, uh, you know, the garden burger, whether, you know, or, or kind of the plant-based uh, uh, burrito, you know, whatever it is, you know, we want everybody to be able to come down that all thing. And that's, that keeps us, you know, we're never going to say, oh, we're, again, we're not, we're not done. What's coming in next? So, at the end of the day, we get to do what we call research and development, and that's just us eating. Yeah, yeah, it's horrible, so terrible. <laughs> okay, we're gonna take one more break, and when we come back, we're gonna summarize uh, all the changes that have happened in this building and uh, prep people for opening day, <laughs> game day. All right, it's Kevin Bergen. This is a main ingredient, Steph Wall, uh, Chef Richard Duncan, executive chef. Richard Duncan here at Canada Life Center, not on the couch in the living room. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is 680 CJOB. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. Stephanie Wall beside me. Chef, Executive Chef Richard Duncan beside her. We're in Canada Life Center, Gosha Wealth Management Club. Um, you were asking some really good questions just now, man. Like, we're sitting here. I, and, and actually, it's, I actually have a question for you. What's, what's why question? you tell people where we're sitting? I don't think they care. They care because it's been redone. Right? This is a this is a great spot. Okay, so Stephanie's in the middle, Kevin is to my right, <laughs> Richard is to my left. Exactly right. Hey, all right. Now you've got the visual. <laughs> this place is buzzing all the time, and you had an interesting fact that kitchen staff wise, there's like a thousand of you. Well, not just kitchen, but when you all the the sweet runners, all the servers, all the bartenders, um, kitchen warehouse. Uh, human resource, everything. Yeah, we're we're like not every game, but we're almost about a thousand people ourselves just on the set exo side. So, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people that make the magic happen you know, through this building, through housekeeping, through um, like the people that take care of the building itself, operating lots and everything. Jet Gear Store that the, that that team is running morning, noon, and night. They're they're always here. They're like us. You got something to say? Speak directly in that. Battle. No, I was just I was just thinking like I mean. You kind of don't realize that there's actually three levels to it, plus all the stuff that's like behind the scenes, right? Like we've walked through here a few times now. I know. And you always see people and you're like, where did you come from? And who are you and what are you doing? Yeah. There's always people buzzing around doing stuff. And you said, where does everybody park? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is a that is a wonderful question. It's uh... <laughs> Come on, wizard. You don't have an answer? Yeah, I don't have an answer <laughs> for that one. Uh, but... Uh... Yeah, no, I mean, uh, even with, uh, you know, all the extra construction help that's down here right now, uh, getting help. Yeah. Help. Construction help. <laughs> You're not talking about the roads, are you? Yeah. 
Quite cool. Uh, it takes a small army, right? That oh, it's is, crazy. Uh, we're very proud to uh, to share that they put about $13 million into the renovations for this coming season. Uh, very excited to see some of them even right now. They're, they're testing all that audio-visual on the ice right now for what's going to be one heck of a show come Saturday afternoon. Dude, could you imagine being in charge of that? Like, all the audio-visual in this building? That'd just be insane. Like, in testing it, I'd be a nervous wreck the day of, to, you know, hoping that it oh. i'm a nervous wreck just thinking about it Seriously. thinking about what those people must be thinking and oh like we changed your you changed your wi-fi the other day <laughs> i did it by myself it was a proud moment. by the way it doesn't work on my phone my my phone doesn't open your garage door anymore oh, no. <laughs> just so you know okay you gotta fix that <laughs> um so game day game day is coming up we talked about a lot of things what can fans expect to see and do on game day. I just want a summary of all of these changes that you guys have to I want to make sure we didn't miss anything. No, absolutely. Um, so again, uh, it, there's pretty much there's renovations all through all three levels. Uh, yeah, just to put put, a, put the one that we were in just the other night, that is now the uh, Crown Royal uh, hangar up there uh, that kind of overlooks. Uh, That's where we we're, we're eating? Yeah, Hargrave and uh, Graham, right where it kind of overlooks into Trumar Square. Um, there's a lot of uh, Shaking your hand, Kevin. No, Kevin. No. <laughs> there's a, there's an open beer market on the other side, uh, so a lot of fun up there on the third deck again. Um, just reiterate, we've got the three new uh, concessions, new concepts. Those are available on both decks as well. Uh, Sweets uh, side is uh, going to be opening up uh, with the Play Now Lounge, which is some of you have been able to come and see now. Have a little party suite for everybody up there. Is that what the leather seat? Yes, that was there. That That's super yeah. dope. That's, That's how you watch a game. Dude, yeah. <laughs> that, oh. Well, it's that or the couch, so. <laughs> that that would replace the couch. It's, <laughs> that's a way you watch but a hockey game. can you be in jammies? Uh, that's the real question. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I think it's become more acceptable since pandemic. Bingo. People understand. That's how I'm most comfortable. <laughs> Some pretty fashionable uh, pajamas out there. You can't even tell they're pajamas. Um, no, also uh, the Ticketmaster uh, lounge is, uh, is open and where the Butt King Lounge was as well. Mm -hmm. uh, everything in that north end is new. Uh, be a new jet dog over there. And you wind up using River that will actually be opening for the Moose game uh, Friday night now, I've just been told. So it uh, kind of gives us a, a, an opportunity to do a dry run. A little bit kind of almost like an open kitchen concept with it in the back. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting on, on all levels. Uh, and of course, uh, you can't uh, forget the, the game, right? That's uh, that's what we're all about. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, the game. That's right. <laughs> uh, you don't just yeah, no, the uh, Very much excited and uh, very excited to see two of uh, Winnipeg's favorites uh, staying here for a good amount of time, too. So. Yeah, everybody's thumbs, up everybody's thumbs up on that one, man. We appreciate you letting us, uh, pull, you know, pulling back the curtain, wizard, and letting us see how this place runs. You know, you're always good like that. You guys are always well. Thank you. Kevin Bergen, Richard Duncan, Stephanie Wall, here at Canada Life Center, here. And where are we, Richard? <laughs> In the Scotia Wall Premium. Yeah, that's where we are. This is the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. The main ingredient with Kevin Bergen.